Welcome, everybody, to M-Class Email. Welcome, bitch. <laughs> Welcome, bitches. <laughs> Dude, uh, you know my favorite line in cinematic history? Mm-hmm. It's from RoboCop. It's when, uh, <laughs> it's when the bad guy bursts in, uh, the guy's like doing cocaine with the yeah. with the two girls and he busts in with a gun and he says, Bitches leave. Yeah, bitches leave. Oh man, dude, I haven't watched Robocop in fucking forever. Dude, that's such a it's like my Is it on movie. HBO Max, our new sponsor, HBO Max? Yeah, please sponsor sign up to HBO Max, please. Is that even what it's called? HBO is that what I think it's yeah, HBO, HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay. Uh yeah, Robocop is dope. Probably my favorite movie. We used to, I think I've told you this before, uh, we used to have the tape of it, me and my cousin, and we would, he had a, one of the first VCRs I remember that had slow motion, which was just like a frame by frame, yeah, right? Yeah. And, uh, and like, we would frame by frame the guy getting hit by the car after he get, falls oh, into the toxic Jesus. waste. Jesus. He just turns into gross goo. Dude, it's a seamless effect. It's very it's well so done. good. Like, that movie is like I, I've said this a million times but I sat down with some friends and I like streamed the movie to them yeah and everybody to begin with was like I don't know this is like a dumb 80s movie right? no it's, it's a like great an dumb movie. 80s movie and then at the end of it they were like dude I fucking love that movie I didn't think I yes. was gonna feel so much for Murphy and I was like yeah, yeah. exactly it's, it's a great movie I don't know. It is a fucking great movie. Anyway, our first email. Oh, we read your emails and we answer them on this podcast. Oh, that's this show? Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, our first email is from uh, Luis, and mm-hmm. it is entitled M-Class Email. <laughs> great title. Hey, Trek gents. Hello. Haven't written an email in a while, but I have recently become a part of the Patreon <gasps> and just finished Thank catching up you. on all the content. Welcome to the Patreon. Hell yeah. Welcome to the Patreon. Welcome <laughs> to the Patreon. I don't know. Anyways, listening to you guys and watching TNG has been helping me get through college and has also made me start wondering. If you could build your personal Starship crew, but only from the cast of the Expendables movies, who would you pick? <laughs> Best wishes, Luis. Now, this is why we do the show. Yes, this is yes. the emails that... This is the what we Expendables want. The Expendables cast. <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't... Who you isn't got, in that movie, You got though? Sylvester Stallone. You got Jason uh-huh. Statham. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dolph Lundgren. Jet Li. Terry Crews. Randy Couture. Wesley Snipes. Harrison oh Ford. God. Mel Gibson. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Antonio Banderas. Jean-Claude Van Damme. You got Mickey oh Rourke. Chuck Norris. Ronda Rousey. Uh, don't know who these people <laughs> are. Lutz, Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer. Steve Austin. Oh my god, look how many fucking people are in this Charisma shit. Charisma Carpenter has got to be on my ship, I think. Uh, <laughs> Eric Roberts is in the Eric Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Roberts. Uh, Giselle Ati is going to be on my crew. Yunnan going to be on my crew. <laughs> uh, I think it's just going to be all sexy ladies. All the crew. sexy lady crew. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Eric Roberts. All the sexy uh, ladies and Eric Roberts. Six clones of Terry Crews. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. I fucking love Terry yeah, Crews. Terry Crews is great. Um, Sarai Givati, I guess, can be on my crew as well. She's a lady. Um, Dude. 
Harrison Ford's character's name is called Max Drummer. Yeah, he's the maximum. Fucking Terry Crews' character is named Hail Caesar. <laughs> Randy Couture's character is named Toll Road. Chet Lee's character's name is Yin Yang. Yeah, you gotta be fucking oh, kidding me, right? No. <laughs> Jason Statham's name is Lee Christmas. John Claude Van Damme's name is Villon. <laughs> You gotta be kidding me! <laughs> this fucking movie. I've never, I've never seen these movies. I know they have a fucking uh, 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 what's that show with the bear who flies the airplane? They got one of those blue? airplanes. Blue. They got a blue airplane. <laughs> oh, it's uh, fucking tailspin. Tailspin. Yeah, they got a tailspin. I need to look up some. I need to look up something really quick while we're talking about this. I, uh, I don't, I don't. How many of these? Are there like four of these? Where the fuck is this? I'm trying to find where, uh, what's this? Yeah, there's like four of them. Like, I'm trying to find Frasier in this. Yeah, Frasier, Kelsey Grammer, Kelsey Bonaparte. Grammer. I think he plays a dude named Napoleon Bonaparte in this it's movie. <laughs> Bo, Bo something. Bo Bonaparte. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. I'll just do this the old-fashioned way. Kelsey Grammer. IMDb. Expendables. There's three of them? There's only three. It seems like there's like ten of these. Yeah, it really does. I get like the bit, right? Like, I get it. But I, I think I think we got it like the first time, right? I think like, his name is literally just Bonaparte. It's just Bonaparte? Yeah. Huh. Is it, are they code names? He's literally just named Bonaparte. I'm assuming these are code names and shit, right? Because like, uh, no, that's their real name. That's their real name. Yeah, Toll Road is his real name. Heel Caesar is his real name. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. Like, here's the thing: you got Yin Yang, you got Gunner Jensen, you got Trench, you got Toll Road. Trench. And Sylvester that's... Stallone plays a guy named Barney. What the fuck? It's like they just were like making fun of themselves, but also like I don't know, man. Like that's where the line gets a little blurry for me. Where I'm like, what is the theme of this movie? Is it fun or not? It, like here's the thing, right? Like uh, I'm Sylvester Stallone and you're Dolph Lundgren. Okay, sure. I come to you and I'm like, hey Dolph, I got this great movie. <laughs> if we make it, we make it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do that voice. But, like, I come to you and I'm like, I got this great idea for a movie. It's called The Expendables. Yeah. You're going to play a guy named Gunnar Jensen or whatever in it. Sure, I'm in because I don't like, have yeah, anything else. Yeah, man. I'm like, all right, here's your character. We got Jet Li in the movie and you're just a uh, racist to him the entire movie. You're just Is that a giant what racist asshole. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I mean, like, like, yeah, do that. hell yeah. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to be a racist. And to you get Jet, Jet Li, and you're like, "Hey Jet Li, I got this cool movie. You play a character named Yin Yang, and a white blonde guy is a racist to <laughs> the whole movie." And he's like, "Fuck, I need a job, I guess." Do they become friends at the end, like the racist guy from uh, the Patriot? I think they're friends the whole time. Oh, but they're Dolph just Lundgren ribbing. Is a racist at him. The they're just movie. ribbing each other. Oh. Yeah, Jet Li it's like makes the, fun of him for being uh, white and stupid. And you know what a better movie of this is? Uh, it's called Predator. Yeah, yes. That's the better version of this movie. Well, it isn't like a bunch of people who should be in a retirement home making a film. Yeah. I can't make that joke. We're both like headed there. So. <laughs> yeah, we're old, but 
I don't know. We're not like we're in our thirties. It's prime of life. Technically. We're not like need to sit down after saying a line old. They brought Terry Crews in because he could actually do physical things. They were like, Yo, we need somebody. that video. What's that video of him where he like is at a party and he like takes his shirt off and just starts fucking wilding out like with oh, his pecs and, and everyone and like Sylvester Stallone is there and he's just, they're just like losing it, dude. It might be the premiere for the first it one. Might be. I just realized that Jason Statham plays a guy named Lee Christmas. Lee Christmas. <laughs> What kind of name is that? We haven't answered the question. Okay. I said six Terry Cruises and I'm standing by six, this. I want gently. I'll take Terry Cruz. Uh I'll take Wesley Snipes. Harrison Ford be funny. Uh I'll take Jean-Claude Van Damme. He seems like he'd be hilarious to hang out with. That would be fun. That would be a fun day. And then all of the sexy ladies. Yeah, Yunnan, Giselle, Itty. Yeah, all the Eric, sexy ladies. Eric Roberts. <laughs> yeah, Eric Roberts is coming, too. You just talked to him about his sister. There's a part in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine where there's this like gangster they've been talking about for like three seasons, and it's he's like, so Christmas. terrifying, and then it shows up, and it's Eric Roberts. <laughs> Uh, my wife Crystal's probably listening to this, so I would not take all the sexy leaks. Oh, yeah, so. no, no, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. That was the joke. <laughs> also, I would not take Kelsey Grammer, because he's a right-wing piece of shit. Yeah, also Mel Gibson, I don't want yeah, any of that. Not taking I don't, Mel Gibson, not taking uh, Chuck Norris, yeah, right-wing piece I don't of want, shit. I don't want that energy on my starship. No. I'm not taking yeah. Bruce Willis, because he's an asshole. Like, yeah... I would just talk about honeymooners too much, and he'd get mad. <laughs> honeymooners? You mean moonlighting? Uh, same shit, right? <laughs> he was always saying pal zoom straight to the moon. To pal the zoom to what's her name? What was her name? Oh, shit. Sybil Shepard. Sybil Shepard, yeah. I dug through my brain and got that one. Damn, good job. That's like uh, when I was a kid, man. Hopefully we answered your question, Luis. Yeah, that was um, a good one. It was a good one. <laughs> Uh, our next email is from Fudge Breakfast. That's a bad idea. Uh, second time, long time. <laughs> okay, I don't remember Fudge writing in before, I but okay. I, I remember Fudge. I don't remember Fudge Breakfast. Okay. Uh, my dearest Trek boys, war is hell. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> or they don't say that. I don't know if it's a uh, what gender. Uh, first of all, hi, Beelum. <laughs> Nice. It's Fudge Breakfast, which is a totally real name. Hashtag totally real name wieners. Hashtag <laughs> TRNW. Back with another M-Class email singular. I think we, we have a, a very big fan, which I appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this show is unlistenable if you're not a fan of it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I have a question mostly for Josh, but Jeff, feel free to answer as it is also your show. Wow. <laughs> you got permission to answer this one. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. How do you feel about the 1988 Disney animated film Oliver and Company? If you're not oh aware, it's God. a retelling of Oliver Twist in which Oliver is a lost, cute, orange kitty voiced by Joey Lawrence and Artful Dodger right. is a streetwise, sunglasses-wearing dog voiced by Billy Joel. 
That's right. Now, I have no personal attachment to this movie whatsoever, but being that it is the conflux of Charles Dickens and Billy Joel, I assume Josh would despise its mere existence. I watched this in the theater when it came out, and I remember distinctly the toys from McDonald's that you got from this. And I probably have them somewhere around here in a drawer. Because I don't throw anything like that away. I was two years old when this movie came out. I was five, so this was like... I don't remember any of it, but I remember seeing it. I remember the dog being, like, annoying. The, the, yeah, the, with the, he had a red handkerchief around his neck. And I think my dad put a red handkerchief around our, our dog's neck to look like that dog. And your dad was like, look, it's Billy Joel. And you were like, Ugh. And I was like, well, Who? <laughs> uncle Bill? I don't know Billy Joel is <laughs> awful yet. I don't My don't uncle have and his problem with Billy Joel as you do. <laughs> my uncle and his son are named Billy and Joel. Oh my god. Yeah. So are I'm they sure from Jersey? No, they're from here. So yes, they're from Jersey. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh I mean I, I honestly like you I didn't I never realized that cuz I think the last time I thought about this movie was probably like 1991. So I never realized it was Billy Joel until you just told me that right now. I learned something today. Yeah, I have absolutely no opinion about this Thanks. film. I appreciate Thanks, I hate you giving it. me permission to answer, but <laughs> I don't really have an answer. I remember the sexy lady dog. I remember the 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 little chihuahua. I remember that. Man, movies in the 80s, like late 80s and 90s, were really trying to make a whole legion of furries. And boy, did they just succeed. Yeah, right? it worked, man. It totally fucking worked, I'll tell you. Like, even Fival has, like, a sexy lady mouse in it. Like, what yeah, the dude. fuck? Yeah, Ratchet. Remember Ratchet? All, yeah. Dude, you go on, like, Instagram you, uh, during, like, cosplay Halloween time, you're going to see some titty ratchets there. That's true. You're going to see some ratchet titties all the time anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I follow that one. Ratchet titties? Yeah, I follow anyway, that one. Anyway, <laughs> here's a DS9 pitchy or ditchy. <laughs> Wasn't that the two of the names of Pipey? From yeah, from Pretend Friends. <laughs> Pretend Friends. Lasty, that's, that's like 100 names. Uh, God, I remember Kevin saying it really fast to the point where... Pitchy, ditchy, something, something, something. Pitchy, ditchy, pipey, poopy... Poopy, lasty. Something like that. Um, Quark's extended family is visiting DS9 for a Ferengi holiday, which is essentially like a reverse Christmas. You show off wealth and valuables you've acquired for the season while also trying to collect on any favors and or debts between family members. (laughs) That's actually fucking awesome. That is hilarious and perfect. That's great. When Rom comes to the bar to tell Quark that the festivities are starting, Quark tells him he's not interested. Rom says that that is unlike Quark. This is usually his favorite holiday. Quark tells Rom that he thinks he'll make more money working through the holiday and to go away if he's not going to help and to make sure that no one else from the family comes and bothers him. What a curmudgeon. What a a reverse Scrooge (laughs) this guy is. (laughs) <laughs> but yet somehow still the same. Uh, am I the only person who, like, whenever somebody calls someone a Scrooge, I don't see Ebenezer Scrooge. I see you Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck? No, you're not the only one. Honestly, you're not the only one. I do the same thing. Uh, later that night, while Quark is tallying up his earnings for the day, he's visited by the spirit of one of his old business partners. Oh, my God. I love this. Borb Marley. <laughs> Borb. 
Borb. Just call him Borb. Don't put the Marley on there. So here's... I'm sorry to take this off track, Fudge Breakfast, for one (laughs) second. Do you think the character in A Christmas Carol is named Bob Marley? (laughs) 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 Holy shit. It's what is his real name? What's the Jacob name? Marley. Jacob Marley, right? <laughs> so, that's fucking hilarious. Yo, keep it. Never mind. You know what? Keep it. No, Bored Marley. I Bored to, Marley all the Bored way. Bored Marley is hilarious on two levels. So yes. if you did that on purpose. That yes. is absolutely hilarious. Brilliant. <laughs> fucking brilliant. This is a pitch, by the way. Yes, I'm not, I don't even need to hear the rest of this. <laughs> I know where it's going. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Borb tells Quark of how he lost sight of true of the true meaning of acquiring wealth, dying penniless, <laughs> and that Quark can only avoid the same fate by blah blah blah. You guys get it? Yep, yeah, we get it's it. a Ferengi Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's great. You just yep. got double Klingon Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Anyway, Quark meets the ghosts of acquisitions past, present, and yet to come, and in the end, learns the most valuable acquisitions don't come from honest hard work, but from instead swindling your loved ones. Yep, yep. At the end, like, like Moogie and the Nagus show up, and he like swindles them out of some money, dude. Oh my god, that is perfect. That is yeah. super pitch for me. Yeah, that would be amazing. That's a that's a fucking great concept. Yes, you should write that like. Just write it. I, dude, I'd read the shit out of that. Uh, That's thanks funny. again for everything you Trek boys do, on and off the court. <laughs> Keep on living, laughing, eating, praying, loving, totally real giant wienering, trekking <laughs> with your boys, and making it look easy out there <laughs> in the free quadrants. In the free quadrants. <laughs> Sincerely, Lieutenant Junior Grade Fudge Breakfast Counselor, currently stationed aboard the USS... Uh, Oh, E. <laughs> that makes sense. P.S. I once heard in an interview that Patrick Stewart likes the idea of people referring to him as Beef Stew, so I do that now. Beef Bye, Stew. Bila. I've never heard that, but... Beef Stew. He's got a good sense of humor. My boy Beef Stew. <laughs> uh... Our next email is from Fedco. Mm-hmm. And it is entitled Wisdom Teeth. Oh, shit. I don't have mine out. Let's talk about it. Hey, guys. I got my wisdom teeth removed. It's Great. very inconvenient. What Are you high? What was it like for you? Thanks. Fedco. It was easy. They're still in my face. Uh, have they given you any problems or no? Yeah, I mean, my teeth, like, I had braces and my teeth got crooked again. Um, I'm running out of room in there. But, I mean... They, they get sore when I get, like, a sinus, pro- like, infection. And they could be causing the sinus infections. <laughs> they right? might be. They actually. might be. Yeah. I mean, they need to come out, but... I mean, do they, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, they'll just keep giving me antibiotics. It's fine. It's fine. Sure. Everything's There's no fine. limit to that. We're fine. We're totally... Uh, everything's fine. <laughs> Shh, shut up. Everything's fine. When I got mine taken out, like... Uh, <laughs> Crystal was, like, super psyched to, like, make fun of me being yeah. out, like, on drugs, because she was, like, unbelievably out on drugs. Redhead. She's redhead, man. That's and what I'm like, afraid of. They put me under, and, like, I was counting backwards, like they tell you to, and I was, you, like, nine. You get, you get to eight, nine, and you're done. Yeah. And then, like, I woke up, 
but I didn't know I woke up. I thought I was still counting. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I woke up, I was about to say seven, and Crystal was standing there. And I looked at her, and I was like, what are you doing in here? They're going to do, they're going to take my teeth out. Yeah. And she goes, they already did. That's amazing, dude. And I, and I was like, oh. But then, like, within 25 to 30 seconds, I was fully cognizant again. I was perfectly fine, and she That's was so, so mad. She hated Yo, it. Yo, like, you know what freaks that. me out? You know what freaks me the fuck out? What's that? They don't really know how anesthetic works. Like, you, yeah, I'm sure they do. No, like, they don't know why it does what it does. Like, they know that it does what it does, but they don't know why. It's something with your brain, like, they don't know. They don't know why it does it. That's fucking crazy to me. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, look it up, man. I, I swear to God, they're just like, yeah, it's just it just not. But, like, why does it do that? Like, there's no, like, science. Because like, it's your brain, so they don't know about brains That's yet, true. right? Brain chemistry is, is mostly a it's mystery. weird, yeah. Do they know why anesthetic <laughs> does what it does? <laughs> Thanks for answering. <laughs> Fuck, dude. You're killing I'll, me. I'll wait for later for that one. You're, kill, you're killing me. <laughs> um, you're, you're really dragging my ass this episode, man. Thank you. <laughs> you're killing it. Yeah, thanks for that email, Fago. Appreciate it. Uh, <sighs> hopefully that was interesting. I don't know. Our, our next email is from Yakub, and it's entitled Hot Dog, an email from Yakub. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first time I watched the episode Drive, it took me five days to finish. God damn. <laughs> I probably would have just stopped. I'd have been like, yeah, I no don't. doubt. It was during my initial watch through a Voyager. Through, I think, so I think I just couldn't take any more of Tom Hot Dog Without Condiments Paris. <laughs> That's amazing. That's an amazing <laughs> description. While rewatching it, I got properly sauced. That's how I nice. saw Drive for what it is. A love letter to Formula One racing with a bit yeah. of Harry Kim as Bond sprinkled in. <laughs> All the signs are there. The race is a big event for the region. Paris and Bologna yeah. wear their team's jumpsuits, and when one of the participants has an accident, the race is paused to ensure yep. safety of the participants. Yep. Uh... Here's the problem with all this. You don't get to see the fucking race, dog! Yeah, there's no race. Like, Formula One is crazy fun to watch, yeah. right? Because, like, it's in, like, a city, and they, like, shut the city down, and, like, they're racing in the street. Like, that's fucking rad, dude. Like, but you get to watch the race. <laughs> but in this, like, what would you even see, show, though, right? I think like, the, the race is literally maybe two minutes of footage the actual race i think it's less than i think it's less than that probably it's probably like 30 seconds not even kidding um hold on i'm getting a very important message from a correspondent in the u.s fedco is telling me that this is also true about nascar yes i was gonna say that we said that in the episode too see this is why it's important to meet and mix with other cultures that should Uh have been a message about of the episode instead tom awkwardly makes out with Bolana. yeah yours changing tires pit stop technician yakub of the uss monaco (laughs) Ooh, that's where they do the races that's why he said that I know about Formula One a little bit. Uh, uh, there's a st- I my played dad- a lot of Formula One games. I, I've never seen a race. I don't. I may have seen one. Mario Andretti is from Nazareth, PA, which is close to where I live. Um, yeah. 
So my dad used to tell a story. Him and my grandfather used to go up to Nazareth uh, Speedway, where they would have IndyCar races, and he would um, drive drivers around as like a volunteer. And one night he was doing that, and Mario Andretti pulls up and asks him like, "Hey, where where where's your car?" And he's like, "Oh, it's over there, or whatever." So Mario Andretti drove my dad in his like fucking whatever Ferrari, whatever the fuck he had, right? And like just drove him to his car one night or whatever. <laughs> like uh, it's such how, a weird. How trustworthy is your father when it comes to storytelling? Uh, I don't think he made that one up. <laughs> yeah, that's because it's the pretty craziest story. It's pretty boring, world, right? So, like it's yeah. pretty. Yeah, it's pretty like not that interesting. But it could be a lie. But who knows? Bob Denver came to my school one time. No, Gilligan. Yeah. Gilligan came to my school and he was like, stay off drugs, kids. And he was really old. And I was like, ah, cool, Gilligan. Did he get lost on the way home? (laughs) (laughs) He was shaking hands on the way out and uh, he kept skipping every other kid. Yeah. And every kid who he skipped would just kind of like look at their hand and walk away. (laughs) Like, that's fucked up. And he skipped me, and I was—I shrugged big and cartoonishly as a little kid. <laughs> oh well, guess Gilligan not shaking my hand today. Um, what a and Lou Ferrigno almost ran over uh, us at a convention. Yo, I've been around Lou Ferrigno way more times than is normal. Yeah, I've, he goes I've, to every convention. Is why, dude. I have seen that guy probably seven times in my life. Yeah, I have too. Actually, like maybe four. I've seen him, but like he almost ran over us, and like his handler apologized to us. Yeah, he's not gonna. <laughs> he was just like, sorry. He's he's a weird guy. He's one he's weird so guy. So huge though. Like I'm yeah. six three, and he was towering over me. Yeah, he's big. He's a big man. He's like a giant. He's like yeah. a real ass giant. He's the Hulk. Yep. Uh, thanks for the email, Jacob. Um, this episode does suck. You're right. It it is supposed <laughs> to bring to mind uh, Formula One and NASCAR, mostly probably Formula One. Yeah, a little because it, it's like a road course, right? It's yeah. not like a. But oval. Uh, it does suck. You're right. It's a bad episode. It would have taken me five days to finish if I hadn't have to do it for this episode. It's gonna take me five days to forget about watching it. Our next email is from Jeff with a G. This guy. And it's entitled, I'll take Trek with your boys for 500, Alex. (laughs) Hey, fellas. I finally got a secure transmission, so no Ferengi-based commercials this time. Uh, Somehow I doubt that. (laughs) You mentioned watching Jeopardy in the last email and saying it was an old man show, but I disagree. (laughs) Did we uh, say that? I don't remember that. In college, we would have drunk Jeopardy nights where we would drink with friends and learn at the same time. How's that for higher education? That's why you go, right? You pick a contestant as your champion. If they answer correctly, you drink. If you answer before anyone else, all your friends drink. Daily double? You can place a bet on X amount of sips. If you get it right, one friend drinks that amount. Get it Jesus. wrong, you have to take the drinks. Uh-oh, I guess I got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, the dumbest person gets drunk fastest, which I guess is how it normally works. And then it just makes them dumber. <laughs> the system works. 
Nerdiness aside, it was a great bonding activity that I've carried on post-college with my pals. Which leads to my question. What are the drinking game rules for listening to (laughs) M-Class? Oh, God. Listening to Uh, the main show, if one of us makes a joke from before we were recording, finish your drink. Yeah, finish it, yeah. Uh, If one of us does a Trapaholics bit, take a drink. Any of the bits, right? Any of the bits, you take... That's enough, really. Yeah, you'll die. You'll be dead at the end. Especially if you do that during M-Class email. You will be dead. (laughs) Yeah, you'll be super dead. Yeah, yeah he, he says drink for every trapaholic soundboard, uh-huh. sip for a mention of double dongs, chug during a rich master story, Holy one fuck. shot for every uh-oh. <laughs> now, anytime we do a running joke, take a drink. You'll be drunk ten minutes into the episode. Yeah, you'll be wrecked. He says, okay, this is sounding dangerous. Please drink responsibly. <laughs> and happy four-year anniversary. Oh, Cheers. boy. <laughs> Signed, Jeff, Lieutenant Professor of Knowledge Through Libations aboard the USS Reading Rambo B, First Blood <laughs> Part 2, Revengeance. I think that was a joke we made last week, but I don't remember because it was actually Rambo. two yeah. weeks at Reading Rambo, yeah. Uh, this has been a CX-69,000 level transmission priority marriage sponsored by Advert Corp. Go to <laughs> patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Fuck you, jerk. Click on the link. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the M-Class drinking game would for sure get you drunk. If you're trying to get blitzed, that's the drinking game. Yeah, that's a bad one. Don't play that game. No. Well, I don't want to be responsible for your liver failure. If you want to do a drinking game that's a little softer, drink every time we yell, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. You should mm-hmm. probably, in a regular M-Class episode, probably drink three times. Yeah. In emails, you'll drink probably about eight or nine times. Yeah, if you're doing shots, whoo boy. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna be gonna get fucked up either way. That's gonna fuck your day up, dude. You're gonna have a two day hangover. <laughs> Thanks for the email, Jeff. I'm warming up to your name. <laughs> One day we'll get there. Our next email is from Elliot. And it's entitled A Cab Times Two Murder Death Kill on an Undercover Cop. MDK. (laughs) MDK. Murder Death Kill on an Undercover Cop. (laughs) It's cat time, Trek boys. And fuck the police. Hell yeah. A Cab also means all cats are beautiful. Yes, it does. Elliot here. I didn't know I was a cat person until I adopted one, contracted mm-hmm. toxoplasmosis yes. from their feces, yes. and then started really, really loving them for some reason. That's Probably how... because they're cute as fuck and not brain worms. That's because you got the brain worms, son. Cats <laughs> <laughs> rule, and we could talk about them forever, so I have a specific topic today. Okay. Let's talk about our cats' names. How did yeah. you pick your cat's names? What do they reference, and do your cats live up to their namesakes? <laughs> My cats are both named after Star Trek. My one is named after Star Trek, and the other one came with that name. And since the lady loved him, uh, I kept it because it's like his name, right? Like yeah. you can't you can't change. It's a good name. So, what are your cat's names? Spot, obviously. Yeah, your date is Spot. 
he's red, he's orange, and like Teddy. About, like about half of the spots, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he, and Teddy, because that's the lady named him Teddy, because he kind of looks like a teddy bear. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I named my cats Data, after Lieutenant Commander Data. Because you love crunching. She's a girl cat, and Data seems like a gender-neutral name. Yeah, Data's pretty neutral. We went through a bunch of names from Star Trek that were like female characters' names, but none of them fit her very well. What about uh, um, Data's kid? Lol. That's a terrible name. <laughs> lol cat. Get it? Like the, remember the lol cat? It could be, it could be lol right, cat. Well, I think this podcast is over. I think we're done Goodbye. Here. Goodbye. My other cat is named Miles. Yeah, uh, I wanted to name him O'Brien, but Crystal liked Miles better as a name, so his name is Miles. I agree with her. He is—it's uh, a good name. She's she's yeah. probably right. I still think O'Brien's cooler. But O'Brien's funnier, but it's a he's more... O'Brien the Alley Cat. O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, he he was your neighbor's cat, right? No, he... He, yeah. Well, that's the theory. He was just oh, a stray okay. cat when we found right. him. We think our neighbors like ditched because like cops were trying to find them. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, that happens. We were on the news here because they interviewed us. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, like CPS took the kids away from our neighbors because they were literally living inside of a trash dump. The yeah, house not was, like, not where you live now, where you used to live, right? Yeah, where I used to live. Yeah. Where I live now, like everyone in the neighborhood is better off than we are, so they look at us like we're the garbage. Oh, cool. That's, so fun. that's good. <laughs> um, but like they had their kids taken away, so they talked on. They like interviewed neighbors. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, we were on the news for a minute. Crystal was, and um, so they like moved fast. They like just ditched. They left the whole place. The doors were open. Like they left all the garbage. So they for sure, yeah. if they had a cat, they left it. He got out. Yeah. So we think Miles was that cat. Because he just kept hanging around that area. Mm, that's sad. We built him like a cat house underneath our little uh, front stoop. Yeah. And he didn't use it. He kept just trying to sneak into our house instead. So you just let him in. So we just let him in. And uh, he's just been with us ever since. What a good boy. He's such a little prick. Like, he's, he's annoying in a way that Data isn't. Because Data... Uh, was really, really young when we got her. So she learned a bunch of mannerisms from us. Yeah. You know, when you get a, I, I had a cat named Neo that was all, all white cat. And I got him when he was like three weeks old. And he was so weird. Yeah. They learned he like never, human mannerisms. Yeah. He never learned how to be a cat, right? He yeah. Just, yeah. Like she, uh, if you tell her to stop doing something, she understands what you're saying. Whether she yeah. does or not is up right. to her. But most of the time, she will. And if you make her stop doing something, she'll go find something else to do. Right. He will continuously repeat the same thing that you yelled at him for, no matter how many times you stop him. Yeah, he don't give a fuck, dude. He's a redhead. He don't give a like, shit. That is... Repetition <laughs> is annoying as fuck to me in general, but like... <laughs> That annoys me so bad. Well, you and I—he's really sweet—is is the thing that yeah. he gets away with a lot of shit. You and I are the same, and I'm that way too. Like, I run like a real tight ship around here. Like, I I tell the cats what to do, and they do it pretty much, right? Because oh, wow, like wow. I'm in charge, and Alpha I hate cat. I hate having to. 
be like, hey, stop that, right? Because it's like, what are you fucking doing? And they don't usually do anything weird or bad, but every now and then, some Miles stupid shit goes weirdo, down. Man, like he goes around the house, and if a door is shut, he will push it open. Yep. And, yep. just, and he'll leave it slightly open and then just walk away to the next one. He does, like, rounds to make sure all the doors are slightly open. Dude, he's a feng shui cat. <laughs> oh, my God. What is that noise? It's a helicopter. What the? It sounds like a fucking spaceship, dude. Dude, it is so close. What the fuck? What kind of helicopter is it? I can't see it. I only hear it. It's going away. Yeah, dude, holy are they, fuck. Are they looking for you? I think they're like, they had to medevac somebody out of a neighborhood near ours. I think they may oh, have had dude. to do it again. Yo, that's bad. Like, they would do that here, and they would land at, like, uh, the football field, like, the school football field and shit. That's crazy. Yeah. There's, like, a, dude, <laughs> I don't know, like, uh, you're, like, my stalker, so you probably saw it on my Twitter. Yeah, I stalk you. That we uh, we went out walking and we found a hidden trail behind some houses that led down to a hidden football field with a walking track around it. What? Like there are trees all the way around it, and there's a trail on the other side that leads up to the back of a school that's on Yo, the other side of the road. That's for Bigfoot football. You found a Bigfoot <laughs> football field. <laughs> but like when we found it, I was like so psyched when we found it because it was super hidden and cool. Yeah. But then we like walked out on it and it was just full of people like doing oh they all know about it already and i was like this is nice but it would have been a lot cooler if it was abandoned yeah fuck that (laughs) right uh but yeah they um i'm sure that's where they're landing the helicopter because it's like it's super close and that That was was loud as shit close it like shook the room i'm in we used to i live near um well, my, my grandmother used to be the secretary for the commander of the naval base that's around here. So back when it was a base before President Bush II closed all the bases for some reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we would have A-10s. It was a naval air base. And we, A-10s would fly over like super fucking low. It was so cool. So cool. But Dude, I can still hear it in the distance. It's probably landed over there. Damn, that's so wild. Either that or someone's getting, like, black helicoptered the fuck out of there. Yeah, that's fine, too. Um, (laughs) To finish up this email, uh, Elliot says, Two years ago, I adopted a little brown runt kitten from the Humane Society. Shout out! Meow, meow! And named him MDK, pronounced Murdoch, (laughs) in reference to one of my favorite movies of all time, Demolition Man. God damn it, I love Demolition Man. That's so... Demolition Man is one of my favorite movies. I fucking love that movie. Pure 90s action awesome. So good. schlock to the maximum. It's so good, though. Yeah. Uh, To date, he's grown up to be a healthy and happy little dude, prone to bleps with a quiet little mew. Bleppy! He definitely lives up to his name. He's action-packed, violence-fueled, loves yarn, and he definitely enjoy a rat burger. <laughs> loves yarn. Also, just like all like, the characters yeah. in Demolition. Because they train him how to... Yeah, 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 I got it. Also, he drools on my forehead at 4 a.m. to wake me up to feed him, so check the fluid transfer box to this character. <laughs> this cat is just a character from Demolition Man. I love it. That's great. 
Thanks for reading my cat appreciation email, boys. Until next time, trick with your boy. We make it look easy. Damn, son, where'd you trek that? <laughs> Signed, Elliot, temporary medical officer on board the Catonian ACAB class starship. Seriously, Whoa. the police are corrupt beyond redemption. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Fucking get rid of them. Uh, the other day, this is like sort of a tangent. Uh, the, a cop did one of my favorite cop moves, where I followed the the traffic laws maybe a little too much, right? Like I, I maybe could have turned right on a red, but I didn't because I wasn't sure, and a cop was behind me. So I I pull onto like a two lane, like a four four lane highway, right? And I'm in the mm-hmm. the regular lane, and the cop is like drifting in my blind spot, like checking my tags and shit. That's my favorite cop move of all time. It's can I make money off of this rube? Yeah, That's let's see. Move. Let's see if I can pull this person over for no reason. Yep, dude. They stationed when I lived in Milton, West Virginia. They stationed. There were only like five cops in the whole town because mm-hmm. it was tiny. They stationed four of them in two in three cars, <laughs> right at the off ramp. Yeah, and they had binoculars to check your tags. Yep. Now they have that shit where it just scans it. it they have like some technology yeah. shit where it just scans like it, like it can show your tags to them. And they did that all day, every day. That's yeah. all they did. Like if you call, like we had to, we thought the lady next door to us had died because we hadn't seen her in weeks. And like an alarm was going off in her <laughs> house. Her car was out there, but she yeah. was not turning the alarm off. Oh, God. So we called the cops, and they acted like we were such a fucking inconvenience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, God forbid. Because we thought our right? neighbor might be dead. Yeah, I fucking hate cops. I'm not, I'm, I fucking yeah. hate them. I have always fucking hated cops. In and Pennsylvania, like, the, the state cops are under investigation for, uh, like, doing what they did to me, which was pull me over for no reason and, and basically accuse me of doing drugs. And they sobriety yeah. tested me and, like, fucking search me and shit it was fucking nuts dude you'd be dead as a fucking oh yeah if you aren't white if i wasn't white i've they dude the guy had his hand on his taser and shit i was like what the fuck is your fucking problem like and i just kept saying like am i free to go am i free and they were like well and like they wouldn't answer me which is fucking illegal as shit that's full full on cop horse shit yep yep uh our next anyway (laughs) anyway (laughs) our next email is i keep saying freshery but it might be fresh rye okay i don't know okay it's entitled if you dabo in the game you dabo in real life damn oh hi didn't see you there track boys oh hello i was just playing the hot new game of the willennium ai dungeon It's a text-based RPG where every result is generated by a neural network AI because we all know AI is really good at being creative and unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Looks at data, then looks at the camera. Damn. Calling him out right on the podcast. Wow. Why, just last night I was playing as handsome security officer Jesh Karth Hendington. (laughs) Aboard the USS Fudgewind. It had it all. Space battles, a podcast, Gates McFadden, and Admiral Kevin Cole telling me to fuck off. Damn, that doesn't sound like him. <laughs> that got me thinking. If you could write the story for a non-Star Trek adventure game, what would it be? 
Well, oh. gotta run. There's a sale on irregular shaped croissants at the local bakery. <laughs> Irregularly yours, Freshery, sent from a hit clip of Oops, I Did It Again. A hit clip! Remember Holy hit clips? Fuck, dude. You just bra- time-traveled my brain, dude. <laughs> fucking hit clips. Now I gotta put a hit clips fucking commercial in the episode. Fucking hit clips, dog. Damn, that's a fucking callback. It's when when they were like, hey, you know what we can sell? Toys that play 30 seconds of a song. It was like MP3s were just a thing. Yeah. And they were like, we can play legally 30 seconds of this song without getting sued. <laughs> Dude, I can still hear that helicopter in the distance. I can't hear it anymore. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Anyway, if I had to write a story for a non-Star Trek adventure game, you know your boy's going to be doing some detective noir. Fantasy. Daranos or something. I don't know. Daranos would make a fucking amazing adventure game. Yeah, there was talk about something like that, but... Maybe one day. Maybe one day. We'll see. We'll see. The, uh... Like... I would love to do... I did a comic. I did one story of a comic called Inksburg that was like a detective noir story, but with like... Like out of a Looney Tunes episode. Yeah. I'd love to do like an adventure game based on that where you have to like solve a mystery. That would be rad. In the goofiest way possible. Yeah, that would be super fun. It's like cartoon rules, right? So you can do weird shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh... It would make a lot more sense than a lot of adventure games, though. Like, you need to get through a door that's locked up. You don't have to, like, use a boot and take the strap out of the boot to make a lockpick. Like, in some adventure yeah, games... Yeah, you just paint the door black and you walk through it. Yeah, you make it into a hole with your yeah. paintbrush, or you just blow it up with dynamite. Yeah, or hit it with a big-ass hammer. Who knows? <laughs> it's up to you, the adventurer. <laughs> It'd take a lot of art assets to make it, and it would take a lot of, like, coding around what people would do if given cartoon freedom. Right. So it'd be tough, but, man, that would be fun. It would be tough. Darius would be super fun. The raunchiest, nastiest shit you do is the right answer. It's the right answer, yeah. Just just full of cum. Just so much cum. So much jizziness. (laughs) They're not giving you the business. They're giving you the jizzness the j- in this game. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Thanks for that email, Freshery. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I, I haven't played a game like that in forever. I don't know if I have it in me anymore, honestly, to play uh, a text space. I don't know. I would. I think I would. It, it take, I used to do it a bunch. It, it takes like a certain mood for me. I gotta get real. There was this like big wave of like choose your own adventure yeah. comics, yeah, online that I think were started by uh, MS Paint Adventures, yes, which eventually got huge because of uh, Homestuck. Like that was like mm-hmm. that guy made Homestuck and he became like the richest comic man on earth, <laughs> uh, which isn't hard, but <laughs> <laughs> he uh, before he did. Um, Homestuck, he did a comic called Problem Sleuth. Yeah. Which uh, was one of my favorite things ever. It's absolutely hilarious. But he he did this thing where he would give options, and in the comments, 
people could vote on one of the options or they could put forth options themselves right. and vote on those. And whichever one won would be what the character does. Did. So it was like choose your own adventure by... Democracy. Uh, <laughs> by democracy. <laughs> and uh, it was absolutely hilarious. That's it's still funny. up. You can go read through all of it. That's funny. Uh, I never read Homestuck. I had no interest. But <laughs> I, I hear people lose their shit over it still to this day. So Yeah. Um, so that's it. Anyway, our next email <laughs> is from David S. Oh, yeah, David S. It's entitled Detour. Okay. And it begins, Well, put me in a snarf costume and call me a Talaxian. How y'all doing, Trek boys? <laughs> My God, he's back. Boys, Riza was incredible. But don't never borrow no star charts from future folk. By Gilem, we ended up lost as last year's Easter egg, I tell you what. <laughs> After killing some time practicing a few things we learned on Ryza, I get it. we see a space highway and detect some ships nearby. We start trying to get someone's attention to ask for directions, but everyone's in too much of a hurry to give us a time of day. Damn. They was going faster than a greased catfish at warp 10. <laughs> I tried pulling up closer to him, but no one would answer my hells. I tell you, these young and speed demons are so self-centered, they'd make a Vedic cuss. <laughs> I slowed to a cruise and figured this road would lead somewhere. We put on the radio and praise Babila, and we start hearing a juicy radio drama about Ding Dong Federation pilot and some lady who sounded angrier and a Klingon whose father's blood wine got spilt. <laughs> Figure it'd be a couple light years till we get anything else good on the radio, so we tuned in through this shithole of a highway. <laughs> I mean, who expects a ship to make it through a gaping space hole anyway? <laughs> Anyhow, we reach the end of the road, and wouldn't you know it, it's a dang old giant loop. Damn. This big crowd of ships completely ignores us and the fireworks and space confetti that goes off when we get up close. <laughs> space confetti. By this point, I'm more frustrated than a Ferengi at a charity event, so I have our computer sync our star charts with any of the nearby ships and get us the Grethor out of there. <laughs> Boys, what's the worst road trip y'all ever been on? Any close calls on the road? Can't wait to get back to the USS... Ping! <laughs> I'm trying to find that radio show on subspace and hope there's some kissy stuff later on. No! No! Signed David S. riding home aboard the USS Pecos. No! Oh, fuck. Um, I've told this story on Continue with my grandma in Florida and the meatloaf a million times. Did you ever hear that one? I'm sure I have, but I don't really remember it. So yeah, we used to go to Florida every year, um, and we'd drive. And uh, my grandma went with us, my dad's mom. And she was on drugs, like, and medication that made her nuts at night. And she was, like, at, like, five at night, right? Like, she would start being like, I want to stop and eat. And, like, with my dad, like, we didn't stop. Like, you just stopped when you stopped and you ate whatever and you pissed and you went, right? Like, it's, a, it's like, a fucking... Two, that's like 2,500 miles. I don't know how long. 2,000 mile drive. I don't know it's how long, long it is. Time. It's, it's a long time. It's long. Um, and my dad was like, no, we're not stopping. And 
my grandmother was like, I want meatloaf. <laughs> she wanted meatloaf. <laughs> uh, and then we stopped one night because like we like we never did this, but because of her, we stopped at a hotel, and um, we fucking got, come out the next morning, and the car is moved, and I'm like, hey, uh, someone moved the car, and it was my grandmother moved the car and went to a Waffle House in, at like two in the morning, <laughs> and was telling everybody that her son wouldn't feed her, and that like she was being like held hostage oh by my her God. son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we went to the Waffle House because like we like got we my dad was furious he was he was like the more most pissed i've ever seen him which is considerable right and uh we go to the waffle house and this lady's like oh yeah you're back and like then we like my dad was like what happened last night and they told him and that she was saying all this shit and i guess nobody cared because i didn't call the police or anything i mean it's a waffle (laughs) right it's a fucking waffle house right like that's not the place you go for help that's the place you go like to get like in trouble, right? It's the place you go to get away from the cops. Right. It's a hideout. So that one was pretty bad. My my dad made her fly home then. <laughs> get out of here, grandma. She was like, he was like, uh, you're flying home. And my aunt was like, I'll pay for it. Because she felt really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got into an actual car accident once. I guess that can't. That's when you flip the truck. Oh no! I guess it's I wasn't driving then. Oh, I guess it's two accidents. Uh, I told the story of flipping the truck got flipped when I was in it on um, Jeff and Josh shoot the shit. Yeah. So the go to patreon.com slash class podcast and sign up for as little as a dollar to gain access to that episode. It's the one with Paul Ritchie on it. You'll know which one it is. It's a spooky. It's a spooky episode. <laughs> But uh, I was driving home from visiting uh, my mom. She lived about an hour and a half away from where we lived. Yeah. So I was driving home, and it was like 5.30 or something. And I'm driving, and the dude in front of me stops. Nice. We're going like 50, maybe. Right. The dude in front of me stops. Dead. Amazing. And I have never pushed down on the brake harder in my life. Yeah. And I still rammed into the back of him. Jesus. And thank, there was a big rig barreling down at me from behind. Oh, my God. And, like, I'm freaking the fuck out. And thankfully, he yanks over into the other lane and keeps going. What the fuck, dude? And I couldn't yank over because there was a big rig next to me. When I was trying to stop. Oh, my God. And, like, I ram into the back of this guy, and, like, my car is smoking. The front end is, like, crushed to the point where, like, the windshield is broken in because the front is in the windshield. It pushed it, yeah. Jesus. The whole front of the car is maybe, like, a half a foot now, and it was, like, a full-size car. Wow, it's totaled. And, like, I, I stumble out and go to check on the guy in front of me to see if he's okay, and he's like talking on a phone. No way. And he looks. He, I see him in the side mirror, and he throws the phone in the passenger seat and oh. starts holding his neck. Oh my god! What a fucking asshole! And I ran up there and I was like, "What happened? Are you okay?" And he said, "The guy in front of me slammed on his brakes, and I had to too." And I was what? like, "Yeah, I tried to hit my brakes and I couldn't because he like I had hit him." And he had hit the guy in front of him from the force of me hitting him. Right. 
So, he, yeah, okay, right. And he's like, oh, my truck's totaled. And, like, oh, his back man. bumper was dented. In. Oh, my that was God. Insurance and fraud. Yeah, he's like, oh, my neck hurts so bad. And he and the guy in front of him go up and talk to each other without me for, like, five minutes while we wait for the... This sounds like a scam, dude. Yeah, it, it sure was. They got paid by my insurance company. I didn't pay anything. Yeah. But our premiums fucking suck still to this day. That's bullshit. That's and why you need a like, dash cam, right? They refused to let me go home. Like, when the paramedics showed up, they were like, the, your car looks like it was in such a horrible accident, there's no way you didn't get whiplash. <laughs> what are they going to do like, about well, my whiplash? my neck doesn't hurt or yeah. anything. Like, it's fine. And they're like, no, you have to go. Oh, my God. I was, uh, it turns out later I did not have to go. Yeah, no shit. But no shit. I thought at the time I did, because, like, them and the cops were saying I had to go after they showed up. Jeez. And we're still in the middle of the highway, by the yeah, way. Yeah, fuck this. This sucks. And they strap me down to a gurney, oh, yeah. even though I don't need it. And there's this, like, uh, piece that's supposed to be, like, holding, like, the base of your neck. Yeah, it's like, like a little so pad, right? But it's made of plastic. Oh, yeah. And it sticks out. Your head's supposed to rest on it at the base of your neck. I'm right. too tall. So it doesn't fit. It's jamming directly into the base of my spine. Well, you fucking got whiplash. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I keep going, hey, this is like really hurting me. And they're like, oh, it's not too much longer. What the fuck, dude? And I'm like, this no, this is like really. I, I would have flipped the fuck out. I'd have been like, I'm, like, I'm strapped. Me. I can't get up. I would have flipped like, the I'm, fuck out. I'm starting out, to dude. fight against my straps in the ambulance, and the dude's like holding me down, being like, no, we're almost there. We're almost there. And then they leave me on the gurney at the front of the emergency room entrance for ten minutes. What the fuck is going on? And, like, they're, like, somebody comes out, and they're, like, hey, is anybody taking care of you? And I'm, like, no. And they were, like, oh, shit. And then they walk away. Another five minutes passes. Yo, I would have, like, sued the shit out of these fuckers. At this time, I'm, like, hello? Hello? Like, yelling. And somebody came out and went, are you the one yelling? Dude. Like, yeah, I've been here for 15 fucking minutes. Dude. And this thing is killing me. And so they take me in and fucking x-ray me. And I'm like, please call my wife. Dude. I, think she, I don't know if we were married at this point yet. I don't think so. <laughs> but you still called her your wife. I'm like, please call Crystal. Like, here's the number. <laughs> please, please do it. And, like, they leave me in the x-ray room for, like, 20 minutes. What the fuck? And, like, I'm just, like, screaming for someone to help me. Because, I've like, it's dug in so far to the base of my spine that, like, it's excruciating. Holy shit. And, like, they wheel me into a room and leave me there. And, like, I almost pass out. It's starting to hurt so much. Like, time is starting to dilate. Yeah. Where I'm, like, going in and out a little bit. And Crystal comes in and unstraps me. Dude, what the and, fuck? Like, she's like, how long has it been? And I look at the clock. It's been 45 minutes, almost 50 minutes since I got there. What the fuck, man? This is a horror story. And, like, I wanted to sue, but, like, I don't have, like, a lawyer or anything, so Dude. I just, like, left. I don't, I like, I don't even know if I signed out. I just left. Yeah, I would just have, I would have left. I'd been like, bye. I just fucking bounced. Yeah, fuck and you. I, she's, she was like, are you okay? Is anything hurt? And I was like, well, yeah, my fucking neck and spine hurt very bad now. They didn't yeah. before, but they do now. 
dude, what the fuck, man? They didn't, and like I found out later that people have told me that's adjustable for height, and they just oh, they just didn't, didn't do, it. do it, right? Because yeah, no matter how much I complained and asked, they just didn't do it. Damn, dude, I hate that story. <laughs> yeah, I hated living it. it was I very, very bad. hate that story. That sucks, man. It was like I was a I would, prisoner. I would be. I would. I would flip the fuck out. I would have flipped the fuck out. I wouldn't have I just, just left. I'd have gone down and been like, "What the I, fuck I is wrong out of with there you?" So bad. I didn't want to have anything to do with anyone there ever again. I just wanted out. That's crazy. Damn. Um, so yeah, that was one of the shittiest experiences of my life. Yeah. Also, my car is now like a cube at the bottom of a landfill. That's cool so. though. It's a cube car. Uh, not very good for driving. Those hamsters from the commercial drive it. <laughs> Fuck, that's so esoteric reference. Remember that shit? Jesus Christ. <laughs> esoteric. That's why That's why people pay a dollar on the Patreon. That's right, to get them hamster <laughs> scion jokes. Hamster reference from the car commercial from ten years ago. So that was a horror story. That's Happy ho- Halloween. That's horrible. I don't like that. I don't ever want to hear that story again. Let's let me tell it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, so I'm like, driving home from my mom's. <laughs> yeah, that was like oh, it was horrific from beginning to end. Like I I could have died in the car crash. Yeah. I, like I could have died from getting hit by a big rig in Right after the car crash, and then I yeah. got tortured for about an hour. I don't. I don't even know how long the uh, ambulance ride is. I only know how long it is from when I was at the front of the emergency office to when I got let out of the thing in the bed. I like how they just piled you up like a Civil War wounded guy out front of the yeah. hospital. Like they got better shit to fucking do, right? Like, and, and then for the next like six months, I just kept he- having to deal with insurance people. Yeah, it's torture. This, this dude is like trying to take me for everything I'm worth. Yeah, that happened to a, a friend of mine. Uh, they were a, a couple. They're married. They were in uh, Arizona visiting uh, her sister. And they got in, like, a really bad car wreck, and they flipped the rent-a-car over. And they had to deal with fucking, like, hospital bills from there and uh, uh, insurance for, like, a year. And it's like, uh, I'm done with this now? Like, I'm over this? So, we're done. They tried to charge me for the emergency room visit that they tortured me in, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not paying this. Yeah, fuck you. It eventually went away, so. Yeah, (laughs) fuck you. Seriously. Um... (laughs) I was like, look, you can charge my insurance whatever you want, but I'm not paying anything. So. Yeah. Eat a dick. <laughs> um, if you if you pay a dollar to get the Jeff and Josh shoot the shit about spooky stories, there is a ghost cabin in, in that yeah. story. Yeah. Like, I'm not tortured for an hour in that. There's a spooky <laughs> ghost cabin. That's a more fun spooky story. This yes. one is like a medical horror story. Uh, I don't like that. It could that. have been a lot worse, but yeah. it was, it's, at the time, I couldn't have imagined it being any worse. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your fun episode of M-Class email for the day. I think that's the end of the emails. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Man. Those are good emails, though. I probably shouldn't have told that story. No, it's a great, it's but... a great horrible story. It's a, not a great story, but it's a, no. it's, uh, it reinforces for me th- my fear of hospitals, so that's really cool. 
Yeah, they they did pile me up like a Civil War wounded. It was fucked up. When I had pneumonia in fourth grade, uh, that was like one of the worst days of my life when I had to get tested and shit for that shit. It was horrible. It sounds pretty shitty. They just, I, I just like I told, I think I told you, maybe not on the show, but uh, I went to my doctor, um, and they were like, "Oh, he's fine," <laughs> and so they oh, sent great. they sent me back to school. And uh, the school called my mom, and they're like, "Um, your son's dying." <laughs> they were like, "Jesus Christ!" They were like, "He's falling asleep at his desk, and there's something wrong with him." So I went to another doctor, and it was this Indian lady who became my my primary doctor for years and years. She just retired, and uh, and she was like, "Okay, let's take your take your blood." And I hate fucking needles, right? So like, they yeah. they take my blood, and it sucks. And uh, I pass out and vomit, and I vomit up mu- like just mucus, just pure mucus. And then she's like, "Oh yeah, no, he's got pneumonia because <laughs> I'm swallowing just this fluid right from my lungs." And then they That's take me to the hospital, hot. and they I'm in the X-ray room, and it's horrible. And I'm I'm exhausted, like I'm uh, I've got pneumonia, man. Like I can't fucking do shit, right? I'm getting run around all day and uh they're like yeah okay yeah he has pneumonia um he has to stay in the hospital and we're gonna give him iv and i i lost my shit and i was like fuck you (laughs) i'm like eight years old i'm like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like i'm like hysterical because i i'm i'm terrified right i'm like fucking terrified like i think i'm gonna die and basically i am dying slowly right like and we all are and so and so they're like okay he can go home but just make sure he drinks a lot of water. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, if you needed to be on an IV, that's yeah. not going to do it. Well, like, I guess I didn't really need to be, huh? Yeah, right? You're still alive, so no. You definitely didn't need to be. And as they soon, were just trying to upsell yeah, they're trying to, yeah, they're trying luxury to luxury IV. Yeah, they're trying to fucking scam my fucking insurance, right? Because, like, how much is a fucking, like, month-long hospital stay? God, I could not even imagine. Like, what is that? Back then, I couldn't imagine. What is that, like a million dollars? Seriously. Yeah, maybe. Fuck that. I I was in a room in a hospital uh, for, like, what I thought was a broken wrist for, like, I don't even know, like, 15 minutes, and they charged me $850 (laughs) for it. It's fucking criminal. It's fucking criminal, dude. That's in-fucking-sane. Whatever. Anyway, whatever. Absolutely insane. <laughs> uh, the the entire like medical oh, profession dude. is fucking. Corrupt. It's so fucking broken. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the healthcare system is what it is. It's yeah. fucking corrupted yep. to the bone. Yep. Throw it out. Throw the cops out. Let's start over. Free healthcare, please. Let's go. Just pay. Just... Free healthcare. Yeah. Like fucking community policing. Yep. We need. We need fucking change. Yep. 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 We need some people that aren't cops to deal with like mental health issues that arise yeah, in, in public. Absolutely. There's a lot of people around here where I live. There's a uh, there's like a home for people who um it's like privately run and and it's for people who have like schizophrenia or something or you know some mental issues whatever it may be, but they're not mm-hmm. they're not bad enough. Um I don't mean bad. They're not like sick enough to like be in a facility they're they're free to go right like they 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 take their medicine and they're taken care of but they're free to walk around the town and you know some of them have schizophrenia so like 
they're walking around with schizophrenia, right? Like, yeah. Like, they're going to have episodes and shit like that. And, like, who deals with it? <laughs> you, yeah, they you know send what I mean? police who have yeah. absolutely no training in mental health. Like, who the fuck deals with this shit? Which is, like, that's one of the things that's outlined in, like, all these uh, new plans and stuff for, like, community yeah. outreach and policing instead of actual police. Right. Is to have mental health professionals respond to calls that are about mental health. Yeah. That way you don't shoot a person who has a, a mental illness because they yeah. can't help it, right? Like Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's a happy time to end the podcast, <laughs> I think. Uh, if you'd like to be a part of the podcast, send us an email at mclassemail at gmail.com. If you want to keep up with your track, boys, then you can head over to uh, at mclasspodcast on Twitter. And I tell you, it definitely helps us immensely. It keeps us fed, clothed, and homed. Yeah. To pledge a little bit of dough at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Uh, your support keeps the show alive and uh, also keeps us alive. I like eating food. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. <laughs> um, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back in a week with more M-Class goodness. So bye-bye. Bye. It's been a long week since the last email. It's been a long time. Since that last rich master's tale Pitch it or ditch it's from Boston John I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M class email I swear there's never a in M class Email. It's always been singular. That's in class. Email. Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back without fail. It's in class. It's in class. And class email.